Hey, Liz. Hey, Gwen. You have been out of town on spring break. We haven't been recording. Yes, I have quite the doozy of a experience and, and the learning that I feel like applies in work and in life. Um, and I wasn't expecting it. Um, so I'll share it with you. So uh, for the third time, I took my kids to this, um, a cattle ranch, a working cattle ranch in the very Southeast corner of Oregon. Um, and I'm not good with geography. So I actually haven't realized for the past three years that I've been like 20 miles from the Nevada border, but, <laughs> but I was it so, only took three years. It only took three years for me to know that. Um, so we got there and we go for a week and basically what we do is ride horses and learn how to be how to take care of cows and a farm and a ranch and um it's straight out of city slickers wow. which was the inspiration for me doing this um and my kids love it but we've never come at this time of year which is calving season and so we we got there we drove seven hours so you can imagine how many times i got asked how long until we get there wow. oh my god so many middle fingers i wanted to shoot toward the back of the car but anyway i drove there and we get out and um susan tells us hey there's um down at the barn there's a mom who's been struggling with her labor and Tim's bringing her in right now. Do you guys want to come and watch? Um, you have to be really quiet. And she pulled me aside and said, I don't know. I, I just want you to know we lost two calves during birth last weekend. So, you know, I don't know what you're going to see. So this is a cow, not a horse. Correct. It's a cow. And I said, well, okay, kids, do you want to watch? And they were all a little bit, um, you know, a little bit apprehensive, but everybody agreed. So we go down there and I have to add that I, for this particular trip, because we go horseback riding, I decided to buy myself some new boots and I didn't exactly pick the most um, logical boots for a cow ranch mm -hmm. um, and horse ranch, right? Where there's just like, right? Basically poop everywhere, right? Yeah. Poop everywhere. Well, I picked out these um, fashion boots. <laughs> they were technically, they did have a heel, but they also had these like um, diamond shaped openings all over them because, you know, it was cute. Um, and so I was wearing those and we go down to the barn and Tim is getting ready to put to, he's got the mom strapped into this like birthing area that did not look like anywhere I would ever want to give birth, but um he looks at me and he says well this is very tim you want to help <laughs> and i said uh me and he said sure he said why not so i said why not oh my and so he sent me over to put these gloves on which should have been a clue about what i was going to get into the gloves go all the way up to your shoulder. Oh my gosh. And so I go around, I put the gloves on, I go around and I see that the, the hooves of the baby are sticking out of this poor mama cow. Oh. 
and they're just stuck. And so he gives me this, these chains that I have to get around the top part of the calves leg as far up as I can and connect them because then what I find out is he's going to use a pulley system while I'm pulling from inside and trying to make sure that I'm directing that by the way the cow's head comes out at the same time as the hooves so it's like this and then like next thing you know there's like a tongue sitting sticking out and I mean I didn't have time to think about it right I just like and I'm thinking, oh my God, my kids are behind me watching this. We need to make sure this baby cow lives yeah. and they're going to be traumatized forever. Anyway, about 10 minutes of working together, the baby comes out. And at first I thought it was dead because it didn't seem like it was breathing. Tim comes up with like a piece of hay and sticks it in the little baby's nose. He's like, come on, come on, breathe for me. You're going to breathe? And the next thing you know, you see this baby go. Oh my gosh. The cow's living. And the mom, she's just laying there like, poor thing. I felt so bad for her, but she was okay. Everyone was okay. Oh my We God. take this little baby over, push him over and then cover him with some hay. And then they're like, all right, everyone get out. We got to let him bond. So we all leave and that was it. Wow. And then I turn around and I realized because I was really focused on what was happening with the cow that Ian had been filming the whole thing. And I watched it back and I just was like, oh my God, how did I just witness that and participate in it? And what just happened? And this happens all the time and I'm just not around for it. Right. You're this first. Is, this is it. Like this is life and death happening every day. And anyway, it was incredible and also a bit disturbing. But what I took from it was that when in doubt, you got to get in the mix. Just get in the mix. Don't stand on the sideline doubting yourself. Get in the mix. Mm. Help out. Live your life. Yeah. And I think that's like for most of us living in a pandemic, it's just, we've been just so shut down and restricted and isolated and it, um, I mean, I could be super cheesy about it and talk about the rebirth. Um, speaking of birth, those shoes, those fashion boots, yeah. they're, now, they're, they're now called my birthing shoes. Oh, are you, do you keep them? Well, I, I don't know that I'll ever wear them again, but I still have them because, you know, it's like a memento. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a reminder. True. Just get in the mix of life. And, you know, you and I have been talking a lot about, like, how do we reopen? How do we as a community and a society, but also how do we as families, as individuals, reopen and what are the opportunities to redefine how we live yeah. and what's important to us and how we spend our energy? And that's, that's what I'm grappling with right now. I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to be asking some different questions than I asked myself before, uh, before we shut down. Mm -hmm. And 
it keeps occurring to me that we had no choice when things shut down, right? March 13th in Oregon, right? Or go. It was just, oh my gosh, like just close all the windows. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone stay in the house, right? Like there, were, there was no instruction manual. No, no, no map, no guidance. And it was just, it, there was no planning. It just was, all right, we're, we're in crisis survival, survival mode. So how do we reopen? How do I reopen in a way that is not operating from a place of should, a place of crisis, or a place of, I don't know why this comes to my mind, but for me, chaos, and just accepting that chaos is how it's going to be. Yeah. So... Yeah. I had that one crystallizing moment where, you know, I was reminded that no, there's nobody that's going to come and say, here are the experiences you, oh, let me give you these experiences, or here's how to create these experiences. I have to create them mm -hmm. by getting in the mix. Getting in the mix and recognizing it's all new. For all of us, none of us ever have reemerged this holistically from crisis. None of us have. I'm writing that word down, reemerge. What does reemergence look like? I love that. In I don't have all the answers either, but what I'm afraid of are the assumptions people are going to make, like just getting right back into it. And there's no getting right back into it. We're all different now. Mm -hmm. A year later, we are different. We are changed. And so I think a component of it is just having um, intentionality about the reemergence mm -hmm. and, and really thinking that through. You, know, you had diff a different uniform for that birthing experience. We've all had different uniforms in this virtual environment. Let's be intentional and think through, do we all have to go back into the old uniform, the old guard, the old way? Or what about this new uniform or this annual pandemic uniform worked? Is it okay to be a little more informal than we used to be? I love that you called it a uniform because um, I'm pretty sure that uh, Sherry, who was the, she's the rancher at the next ranch, she was, <laughs> she would have called it a costume. <laughs> she's like, oh, look at your cute cowgirl costume. <laughs> your cute little cowgirl costume. Yeah. Well, Thank we you. have our little suit costumes to work every yes. day before. Now yes. we've been wearing jogging suits and who knows what. Yes. Before we whipsaw back into the old, just because, right. what conversations do we need to be having with ourselves and our families and the people we work with 
just to double check that we're bringing with us everything that worked. Right. Did we have more authentic dialogue because we were dressed a little bit less formally through yeah. the last year? If we did, then is dressing a little less formally a good thing in support of authenticity and transformation or not? I don't know. What's yeah, you're me here's some questions I think that we should ask. What's important to me now? Mm -hmm. What's important to the people that I rely on and rely on me now? What was important to me before all of this that I need to let go of? Yeah. What do we need to unlearn from mm -hmm. the past? Straight from Hudson. <laughs> from Hudson. And yet good. What do we need to let go of? What do we need to deprioritize? What do we need to unlearn from the past? Instead of all just getting caught back in this loop of back to normal. You know, some of that old back to normal stuff wasn't so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then there's also some practical, what do I need to unlearn, right? Like I need to unlearn that um, yoga pants are actually business attire. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. It's a shame. It's a shame that I need to unlearn that. But maybe not for everyone. There are some that will be working virtually for the foreseeable future. Right. So if and they want to wear yoga pants and have a different type of top on for their virtual calls and their virtual work, then great. Yeah. It's Wednesday, yoga pants day. Yoga pants day. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah. This is great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer some of these questions um, this week and I'll share them with you in our next meeting together. Good. So. You had an accountability. Is your little groundhog, mindfulness groundhog thing? How's that going? Oh, yeah. I've been doing it. I, I actually have. I feel like I've been, I've, I've met the goal about 70, 60 to 70% of the time. I have been doing more mindfulness and, and I've been, um, redefining mindfulness too like so some day, some days i do it in bed okay. some days amelia is also doing mindfulness um so i've started going i've gone to one yoga hot yoga okay. studio class now that i'm vaccinated and um and that's mindfulness so i'm counting that um i've been doing something that my coach taught me they um when i've been walking uh, been doing, trying to do a lot of walking. And so I can't remember the order of it, but it's like five things I see, four things I hear, um, three things I can touch, two things I can smell. And that, that in and of itself, it doesn't have to be like that your mind is a blank space, yeah. but that you are, you're converting yourself, your awareness into being present. So, so yeah, I mean, it's been one week, so we'll see how it continues. 
good, good. What about you and your accountability? Well, I will admit I've not, uh, I've plateaued. I have not been happy lately with myself. Um, I took my things off because some of my clients were like, what are those numbers up there? So I'll, I'll get them back up for our next time. But I have plateaued and I've started to recognize that it's, it's just because I'm cheating. Um, we're going to competitive cheer stuff on the weekends and eating out too much. Um, and so I've started to recognize that, yeah, I can cheat and I can feel good in the moment, and, you know, a little bit instigating and a little bit rebellious, which is always fun um, in the moment. Mm -hmm. But what I feel later is, is kind of old. Mm -hmm. it makes me just feel old and tired. So in the last day or two, I've started just to reflect on how do I feel after? And mm. I proud and energized and feeling like going on a run because I've cleansed? Mm -hmm. Or do I feel old and tired and lazy and because I cheated yesterday or last night? So mm -hmm. I'm working on my mind. I can connect with every single bit of that. Um, so what do you replace it with though? If, if in the moment you're like, I can do this because I'm being a rebel and this is how, you know, this is what feels right to me right now. So what do you replace that thought with then in the moment? I'm inquiring for a friend. I do have it completely figured out. But what I, what I did last night was when um, Mike and Isley were eating burritos with cheesy potatoes. I wasn't out. It was here at our, you know, um, I thought, yeah, I could do that and cheat and feel, you know, like I'll, I'll deal with it tomorrow kind of thought. Instead, I told everybody I'm going to have a salad with some egg on top and all this stuff. And I'm going to admire the pretty color. It's beauty. Um, and I'm going to look forward to tomorrow when I'm feeling awesome. And you guys are all wanting to sleep in and you're feeling like poop because you had these huge wet burritos and they're like, well, all right, whatever turned your crank. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Whatever turned your crank. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's also a little reminiscent of the poor mom giving birth. Uh, <laughs> you're never going to be the same, are you? No, I'm never going to be the same. It's so easy for me to go back to that. I'm thinking you should get the boots bronzed. Oh, or at least one of them. Okay. You're never going to wear them again. Probably not. But I you have some shellac. Maybe I'll shellac them. Okay, shellac them. And then display them. Okay. Okay, I'm totally going to do that. Remember your, what do you call it? Just get in there. Get in the mix. Get in the the mix. lesson of get in the mix. Yeah. Put a little plaque. Get in the mix and shellac your boot, one boot. That's totally what I'm going to do. And that's so perfect because last year it was the rattlesnake skin because of being so afraid of the rattlesnakes. And then I skinned it and ate it. And then I shellacked it on a piece of wood. So I'm going to do that with my boot. There Thank you. you. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, as always, very thought provoking conversation. Absolutely. That was really helpful. Same here. Thank you. I look forward to next time. Next week.